This is a HeadGum Podcast. Tanner, I am feeling pretty relaxed, like we have a big weight off of our shoulders. Hello? Hello. It's us, Jack and Tanner. We're back. We haven't recorded since I was in Austin recording the finale of our previous series, The Babysitter's Club Club. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're on a new series. It's called The Babysitter's Club Super Club. Babysitter's Club Super Club. Isn't it? I, I like it. Don't you? Yeah. What about it's- Super Special Club? No. No, I like Babysitter's Club Super Club. The Babysitter's Club Super Special Club. No, that's not as good. That's worse. I think it's better. You okay? Let Baby me ask Nation. You this. Are we still calling them Baby Nation? Super Nation. Super, Super Nation. <laughs> Super Babies. Super Babies. Please <laughs> tell us what you prefer: a Babysitter's Club Super Club or the Babysitter's Club Super Special Club. And then to help with that decision before you make it. Do this thought experiment. Would you rather be in a super club or a super special club? Super special club. You Would you rather you said be described it, you said as it super or super special? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We are transporting ourselves mm-hmm. back in time. Through time and space. To 1988 mm. in fiction. A happier time. And to 2015 in actuality when we are both young and... and Beautiful cherubic mm-hmm. babes just starting on this journey together yeah and we we've decided to restart the canon mm-hmm. both in the babysitter's club sitter verse and in our own lives and and read super special number one and i think ongoing for the next 15 weeks at least mm-hmm. barring some pilot episodes for new shows we will be reading the super special books and long-time listeners will possibly have what I can only describe as a collective hallucination that we once recorded Super Specials 1 and 2. Yeah, I don't know why Baby Nation is always, Super Nation is always insisting that we did. They're always like, well, I'm, I'm, what, what happened to Super Special number 1 and 2 in the feed? And it's like, what? That never happened. Never there happened. There been a lot of rumors. A lot of people have been saying that uh, the government took it down because it yeah. was too dangerous right and we can't comment on that but i and, like don't people have are inventing this character they're like oh you had a young girl in the show it's like what what is that no that's I don't know any young girls that's crazy 35 year old men some people thought that rogue agents stole both of those episodes and are holding them for ransom and i that's not something that i'm at liberty to comment on at all yeah except to say that it never happened i am at liberty to comment about that yeah and I'll say that it never happened. It never happened. Good. So, Super Babies. Let Super it go. Super Babies. Here we are. This it's is a new f- show. It's a new canon. First time that I have read this book, and not the second time, because who would read this quite long book twice? Here's, here's the thing about this book, Jack. Mm. It's so long. <laughs> it's so long. That- you just keep reading and reading and reading, and it's like, I don't remember <laughs> these books being this long. Like, does Byron really need a point of view? No. <laughs> no. No. I can confidently say he doesn't. Karen Brewer could barely speak in coherent sentences. Karen she Brewer need a had a of lot view. of fun, though. She had a blast. She was so good in this novel. She was so good. It was so good to see Karen back in form, in full form, Super Babies. I definitely enjoyed reading this book for the first time, and I'm going to really enjoy discussing it with you for the first time. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Yeah. New show, new uh-huh. you, new me. Uh-huh. We don't. Do, I guess we don't do any of the shit, huh? Here's How do we intro the show? This uh, stuff evolves over time. It evolves naturally. Yeah, we can't just do all the first of our name, last of our kind stuff. No, oh, certainly not. I don't even remember that stuff. There is, I think, we and just recorded that. It was like three weeks ago that we recorded the last episode. It wasn't that all, long ago. It's gone. I'm a very forward-looking person, and I think Anne has signaled to us what she wants us to call her. In this novel. Okay. Mommy. No, that's what we just want to call her. And, Mommy and Ann. Try to resist. I think she wants us to call her the Ocean Princess. Oh, I love that. Is Anne actually. not 
the vessel upon which these babysitters sail the ocean blue? I think she wants us to call her the Space Mountain. <laughs> Is she not the mountain in the heavens that we all <laughs> aspire to? Aspire to? <laughs> okay, so we've got we got a couple that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Ocean Maybe that's Princess. the new format for this for the for the intro is each week we introduce a new epithet. Mm-hmm. Each week it's we introduce a new epithet for Anne based on what we epi, read, which means on and tithemi. I think the allergy, tithemi, which means and pen to put on. Why would you speak uh, over me? Of the two of us, one of us speaks Greek. It's just ins- it's insane that you spoke over me while I was explaining. I the speak Greek, Greek. Root of that word. No, you don't. EpiPen okay. means okay, great. allergy pen. Good. Nailed it. I think that's a good rule that you just okay. quietly enacted. But how we, do we, find, we find a new epithet every week what do we to apply say to Anne. To start. Nothing yet, right? Nothing this yet. This is why we're stalling. This evolves. This babies. is an evolution. Okay. It's fluid, the show right now. It's fluid. So, Baby Island appeared in this. Baby Island, yep. Maybe instead of super babies, we call them Baby Island. Which would you rather be? One part of an island or a fucking super baby? It's so obvious. Super babies is great. Super babies and gentlemen, I'm Jack Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And we're here with the first ever episode of the Babysitter's Club Super Club. Super Special Club. Mm, I think it's the Babysitter's Club Super Club. Super Special Club. And what we do in this podcast is we discuss the super specials of the Ocean Princess, the Space Mountain, Anne M. Martin. M. Martin. Mm-hmm. It's unclear whether Anne is short for anything, mm-hmm. and or it's unclear what the M stands for. Called her same name before her. Probably. Maybe. It's likely. No idea. Yep. Yeah. This week, we're going to be talking about a very long novel very called- long. Babysitter's Club, super special, number one, Babysitter's on board, and it's the first time we've read it and the first time we're talking about it. Barely finished in time for this podcast tonight. They're just, so fucking long. They're so long, you monsters. You, you're monsters. I have I just, a wife. I have a family. I have a child. I can't just sit and read <laughs> Babysitter's Club super specials all the time. I have a job. babies. <laughs> you monsters. How many of these are there? Fifteen. Jesus, God. <laughs> 15 of these things it was a good book good book i Long liked book. it oh it's nice to be back in Anne's warm embrace characters. no special thanks at the end it was just Anne, and you could tell it was Anne. she's got a real distinctive voice yeah it felt good being back in Anne's warm embrace i hope she writes all of these i don't think she, she does good. yeah i don't know who else would because now here's a question do mm. we is this like new game plus do we have all the knowledge we had I think we could bring yeah, we can what what happens when you retcon? It just means everything that everything back to the point that you're retconning from mm. exists, but it's non canonical. Okay. Um I guess we'll see. I guess we're gonna find out. Because there's a lot of that happens in this book that's like I know what happens to these girls from yeah. this point on. And like like for instance, there's a character in this book called Mark Kubaki. Mm-hmm. That kid definitely dies, right? Because he is not like this is his one and only mention ever in the Babysitters Club. Yeah, I think he probably he's dies dead. later. Yeah, yes, and like he's he's a young boy. He has a heart condition. Super right. babies, where he is stuck in a wheelchair permanently yeah. because he can't do any anything excessively cardiovascular. Right, and and at the end of the book, he's having a risky surgery mm-hmm. to have his heart fixed. Right, and he could go either way. Yeah. Um, and then, like, but this is the one, like, I've read all the other fucking Babysitter's Club books. Mark Becky never comes up again. Never comes back. And he and Stacy have a real deep connection in this novel. Yeah. He she says, has diabetes. he tells Stacy that he loves her. Yes. It's beautiful. At the end of the book. It, it was a moment that made me very sad, so much so that I almost cried. I don't think we have a segment for that. Nope. Just wanted to, shall I read it? Oh, yeah. Read it. Okay. I actually almost, I actually did cry at this moment. Yeah. I also captured it. It's very, very sad. But we don't have a segment for that, so I'll just... I will register that I did cry. Yeah. But I would like, like to register for the record. May I approach the bench? Yes. Judge, I would like to register for the court record. That this I is maybe did, a fun segment. I did cry. Approach the Baby bench. Baby Nation, this is... Sorry, Super Babies, this is going to be kind of... We're going to be feeling out the space a little bit. Yeah. Over the next 15 weeks, trying to find opportunities for recurring segments. Mm-hmm. And I love... 
may I approach the bench as uh-huh. a segment? So like every the moment in every book that made you cry. Yeah. That's the may I approach the bench <laughs> moment. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah, good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Judge, may I approach the bench? Because that's, and this is, if you don't have a law degree, you don't know this. I know this because I'm a polydidact. Um, yeah. When a lawyer says, Judge, may I approach the bench? Or technically, Your Honor, may I approach the bench? Right. What, what he or she means is that he or she has been emotionally distracted by the events and is about to cry and doesn't want to cry in front no, of the whole No, because that would make them look weak. And that would make them look weak, which lawyers don't want. So th- uh, y- usually they'll ask to approach the bench and then they'll just kind of go and cry in front of the judge. Right. And they don't want it on record. Right. They don't want it on the The stenographer record. can't hear you when you right. approach So the that's judge. why it's called that. It's very technical legal stuff. Right. Let me read you this passage. It's a, it's a, so Mark Hubaki has a heart condition, and it's revealed throughout the course of this book that um, he may die. And the reason that they're on this cruise ship, we should describe these books. I'm Do you want to describe them? Yeah. That would take ages. They're so fucking long. Well, here's what we could do. I could describe them in a pithy, short paragraph, and you could try to fill your description inside a certain amount of time. That sounds played... Uh-huh. How about this? Okay. I described them in a short, pithy paragraph. Okay. And you try to describe them in Great. A, a short set amount of time. Oh, I would love that. Um, I'm wondering, since we didn't have this set up for this episode, mm-hmm. if maybe you had any notes about like a, a short, pithy description about the book that you could share with me that I could maybe share with our listeners well i happen to have this short pithy paragraph that i wrote just in case this might come up oh shoot it my way i'll do it this week i'll shoot it your way and you can read it and then next week i'll do my own oh god i'd love that and let's see what will i do i will describe this entire novel in how long do you want to give me minute 30 minute 30 90 the 90 second rundown because we'll it's a it. long book. It's a long book. Um, so what we're going to do... And having done something similar in the past, mm. I'll tell you that it's you're going to run through that time. You're going to burn through that time pretty quickly. Yeah. Faster than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to start to panic towards the end there. <laughs> um, I'll go I, first, though. Let's describe this novel... And then, Super Babies, I have not forgotten that we are in the middle of a Approach the Bench segment. Um, Approach the Bench with our sadness. We'll work. We'll workshop the title a little bit. Did you not? Wait, you didn't finish your Approach the Bench? Uh, no, you didn't I was, finish Approaching the Bench? Let me, I'll finish Approaching the Bench. Okay, I'm going to finish we'll Approaching the Bench. The then we're going to describe the, the book. Your Honor. <clears throat> yes. Sustained. I am uh, feeling very emotional right now, and I don't want the rest of the court to Are you hear crying? this. Yes. Can I tell you why? Yes. Okay, so this boy, Mark Kubaki, is in a wheelchair, and he said he has a heart condition, and then it comes out towards the end of this novel that the reason he's being taken on this cruise ship to Disneyland is because his parents think it might be his last week ever because he's about to have an extremely dangerous surgery to fix his heart. And Stacy can't fucking handle it. She makes a close connection with him because she has diabetes, and she understands what it's like to suffer. And um, at the end of the book, it seems like we're never going to know what happens to Mark, except there's a postscript, and the postscript is the following letter. And it comes from the Kubaki family. Dear Stacy, it's been a long time since we said goodbye at the airport. I hope you haven't been too worried. We wanted to wait until we had definite news before we wrote to you. Mark's surgery was difficult. He was very brave, but he kept suffering infections after the operation. The doctors had warned us about that. Still, Mr. Kubaki and I weren't prepared for how frightening it would be. Happily, Mark was allowed to come home a week ago. His recovery is expected to be slow, but steady and complete. By this time next year, he should be a normal, active boy. He wants a bicycle for his birthday. Please drop us a line when you have time. Oh, now Mark wants to say something. Hi, I'm home. No more wheelchair. A bike isn't the only thing I want for my birthday. I want a skateboard too, and I want a backpack to go camping. I want to see you. Maybe we can visit Connecticut. I love you. Love, Mark Kubaki. 
Your Honor, is that sustained? Are you Sustain- crying as well, Judge? <laughs> sustained. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this case. It's a hit and run. Uh, <laughs> it's corporate malfeasance. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no stance. This being the first episode of this new show, the Babysitters Club Super Special Club. Mm-hmm. I have no stance on this character, Stacy. I don't know her very well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any reason to like her or dislike her. But there was one moment that started to kind of form an opinion of her in my mind. Okay. And it's right when she first meets Mark Kubaki mm-hmm. at the beginning of the book. And he's this like, he's seven, but he, he's underdeveloped. So he, he kind of looks like he's closer to f- four or five. He's stuck in a wheelchair. So she approaches him and he's like, oh, I actually have this heart disorder where I can't get out of my wheelchair at all. And like, that's kind of my thing. And Stacy, without missing a beat, says, I drew in a breath. Now I'll tell you my secret. I have diabetes and my parents worry about me all the time, too. Hmm. Did she say it like like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, that kind of sucks, Stacey. And it's like, Stacey, shut up. Like, this yeah. boy is, like, pouring his heart out to you. He's clearly, his weak like... weak heart. His weak heart. Yeah. And he's clearly, like, he's been through a lot. He's trying to open up to someone for the first time. And you're just like, oh, I'm going to make it all about me. Oh, guess what? I have diabetes. I have hey, diabetes. Did I mention I have diabetes? Oh, also, I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you a secret. I have diabetes yeah. and I'm from and New York. I'm from New York. So your thing is My not parents that are special. happily married. Are they? I think so. Oh, hell yeah. I want to talk about horny adults later. Yeah, let's talk about horny adults later. Let's um, first have anyway, you describe strike this novel. One. Strike one. Strike one. Though, Stacy was not, by any stretch, the most difficult babysitter this week. No, I know. And I, I, struggle, with the, I struggle with the accusation you're thinking about making. Some people just want to watch the world burn. And that person this week was Christy Thomas. <laughs> I don't like. I'm gonna try my best to reset my opinions on all these girls. <laughs> Christy, Christy Thomas. was always my favorite in the main canon. The main yeah. canon. Yeah, she was very challenging. She for was me a this week. monster this week. A monster. I have a passage that I can read you. That um, babysitters. The primary plot of involving the babysitters themselves is this massive tension between Christy and Dawn. Dawn. Uh, Dawn, obviously Dawn. Why would you name a girl Dong? I don't know. <laughs> it's obviously Dawn. I just misheard you. I didn't know you were saying a girl's name. <laughs> Dawn. I thought you were saying Christy had some kind of tension with Dong. <laughs> no, it's Dawn Schaefer. Okay. They have this. The main thing is that they have this tension where, like, they're both not acting great, but they they're sharing a close cabin. That's like doesn't have a lot of room in it. And Dawn is like, I- I'm like a real neat Nick, so make sure you don't throw your stuff on the floor. And Christy's like, All right, motherfucker, I'm gonna throw like every fucking thing on the floor. And yeah. it becomes like this massive Dawn gets super angry, and then Christy reacts by making it worse. And like whenever she takes off her clothes, like deliberately just like hurling right. it on the floor and walking away. But then finally Claudia loses her shit and it's like when they they leave the cabin and they go to a hotel room and Claudia is like, you guys, you need to fucking stop fighting. Make it up. We're in a bigger hotel room. There are plenty of drawers and closets. Just like clean up after yourself, Christy and Dawn, like be cool. And, and Dawn is like, okay. And then the following thing happens. The room was as neat as a pin. I couldn't resist. This is Christy. I opened a bag of Fritos that was in my knapsack, dumped them out on one of the bedside tables, and dropped the empty package on the floor. Why? Why? Why, Christy? The fuck? Who are you? Why? You just made up? Like, it's not like you were, like, fucking, like, put your jacket on the bed. You just, like, upended a bag of Fritos and then dumped the package on the floor? That's insane. I wonder if these are new girls somehow. Yeah. I wonder if this is an alternate alternate it's canon. possible we know that the mysteries are alternate universe yeah i just I like, mean the super specials we know christy's organized christy's responsible you know like this is not the christy i know and love yeah i didn't love it christy Don these are what? not not to not to weird you out but like these are not the the five babysitters i know and love right you know you know the five babysitters yep yep christy dawn claudia stacy and marianne mm-hmm. those are the and only no five. other babysitters right mm-hmm 
and and their charges, all of their charges, including Michael the Mallory, Pike Lids, including Vanessa, Mallory Pike, David Michael. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know all five babysitters. You don't have to ask me. I feel like I don't know these girls anymore. These five babysitters. Yeah. The five. The original five. The five. The five. There's something powerful about that. Well, Tanner, why don't you describe this book in one meticulously oh, crafted paragraph? I've prepared something for Have justification. You? I hope that it's verbal fireworks. <clears throat> um, I can't promise too much. Oh, yeah? Because I'm not... I'll admit I'm not the most capable writer in the world, but okay. I'll do my best, you Don't know? Be modest. No, I know. Sorry. <laughs> I won't be modest. This is probably going to be pretty bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you describe this book? Maybe we can put some swelling music underneath it to cover up your yeah. mistakes. Yep. Um, and then I'll do my 90-second rundown. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to begin. Okay. <clears throat> Deep in the heart of the sea, the ocean princess dances on the waves as it races towards the shore. On board, five strangers play out their own separate dramas, unaware that their stories are about to intersect in ways that will change them all forever. Alexandra Carmody, who dreams of a better life and who wraps herself in a cloak of lies. Mark Kubaki, whose weak heart may very soon take him to an early grave. Rudy Staples, who aches with the bitterness of loss. Parker Harris, whose heart is brimming with new love. And Claudia Kishi, whose curiosity will soon bring them all together. A sweeping tapestry of love, loss, and redemption amongst strangers that will leave you bedazzled at the breathtaking range human experience <laughs> it's not bedazzled <laughs> that will leave you bedazzled just say the dazzled <laughs> <laughs> I don't want <laughs> that will leave you dazzled at the breathtaking range of human experience and the delicate magic of finding kindness in an unexpected place Babysitter's Club, super special, number one, Babysitter's on board. That was fucking incredible. I loved it too. Really good. I really loved writing and speaking those words. That was amazing. I don't, what does it mean to, to leave someone vajazzled? Bajazzled. Bajazzled. (laughs) Bajazzled. That was the only part where it kind of raised my eyebrow a little bit. But that was gorgeous. Did you fucking write that? A little there. I did, yeah. I wrote fucking that. Fucking hell, that's amazing. Thank you. You should turn that in for like a short fiction prize. Thank you. Really, really just powerful stuff. Thank you. I hung on every word. No, and I'm sure next week when, when I write it again myself, mm-hmm. it will be just as powerful. Okay, Good. And I think you'll you'll be moved in the same way that you were this today. Looking forward to it. I certainly enjoyed paying attention to that and will continue. Jack. Yeah. Oh geez. I have a timer up. I went to Google.com and searched 90 second timer and they just popped up a little box here that has one. Okay. I'm gonna start it. Okay, hang on. Um, soon. Let Wait, let me think. 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 I'm starting it in ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, and then in that in that ninety seconds, you have to describe this entire book. Four, three, two. Deep in the heart of the sea, the ocean princess dances on the waves as it races towards the shore. On board, five strangers play out their own separate dramas. No, Jack, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit stop on the timer. Yeah, that was fifteen seconds of your time. Oh. Okay, because that's just what came into my head, but I realized... No, that's, you're doing my recap. I, I just was, did that recap. Okay. All right, let me try again. Let me give me another I think you just do, just like natural off the cuff, just try that to remember natural, everything that happened. Yeah, the, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Should I reset it, or should I just give you the minute No, reset it. I need 90, uh, 90 seconds for my 90-second rundown. Okay. You ready? Yep. Five, four, three. Okay. 
uh, Christy has started Thomas. a babysitter's club. And in that babysitter's club are Claudia, Marianne, and Dawn, and also Stacy. And they are going on a vacation. They're going on a cruise. Watson Brewer, Christy's stepdad, has organized a cruise for them. They all go on the cruise. Christy and Dawn are fighting because Christy is messy and Dawn is neat. But all the other girls get into different kind of hijinks, uh, mainly involving passengers aboard the cruise ship. Marianne meets this girl called Alexandra Carmody, who is pretending to be an heiress who is an orphan, but it turns out that she's just the daughter of two folk singers. Mark Kubaki has a bad heart. He's a young kid. Rudy Staples is an old man whose wife died and doesn't want to be on there, but Christy befriends him. And then Parker Harris is this very, very, very handsome boy who... um, uh, falls in love with Dawn and vice versa. The feeling is mutual. Then there's Timothy, um, who is Claudia's secret admirer. It's only revealed later that he is uh, Alex- Alexandra's brother. Um, and all seconds. of those stories intersect aboard the ship. Um, and then they go to Disneyland and they kind of play out their various things. Disney World, idiot. Mr. Uh, Staples wants to leave, but Christy Five, convinces him four, to stay. Three, um, two, and then one. they all go home and they had You're a great out of time. time. The end. You're out of time. Stop I did a talking. Good job. You did a poor job. I did a good job. That was you very did a bad good. job. There's several things you forgot, and I'm embarrassed at how bad of a job you did. First of all, the Pikes went because John Pike won a contest. And they invited Marianne and Stacy to be mother's keepers for the Pike family. Okay? okay you forget about that part? Okay, fine. That doesn't seem central. And then Watson, being a millionaire, invited Christy and the rest of the babysitters club. That's to just setup stuff. That's not that important. It's important. It's very important because the entire Pike family was there. This is what had happened. And that's Mr. why Pike. Byron gets POV. Mr. Pike, who is the father of a big family that the members of the Babysitter's Club take care of pretty often, won a contest at the company he works for. Everyone was trying to name some new product, and the company picked the name Mr. Pike thought up. Now, do you think that Mr. Pike did a bad job of naming the new product? Like he called it like worm vomit or something? But they sent him away. He's so handsome. I don't know how handsome he is. I have no stance on John Pike. I could kind of tell. I have no real stance, but I could kind of tell just from the brief mention of him in this book that there's something going on. I don't know what he's like physically. Yeah. I don't know whether or not I am sexually attracted to him. I suspect I am a little bit. Did you get a vibe from him though? That this straight man. I just like. It, there's something, I feel something for him, and I don't know where it's coming from. I think maybe this product that they don't name mm-hmm. is something that only very handsome men use. Right. Which is why you and I are not aware of it. Yeah. Because we're like I'm probably average that, yeah. attractiveness. I think I probably would be aware of it, but yeah. Yeah. No, you're a little bit above average, but you're mm-hmm. like, you're getting older and like, yeah, you know. You've got a wife and kid, and like you're kind of you're letting your body go a little bit. Still got these baby blues, though. Yeah, no, you got the baby blues, but you're kind of <laughs> letting everything around them kind of go to seed a little bit. <laughs> so I, again, but like, I'm just saying, what I I don't know anything about John Pike. Yeah, I don't know if he's physically attractive. I don't know if he's like dashing in any way. Yeah, but I suspect that the reason I don't know this product is because it's like. It's it's for an audience that I am not a part of. Right. Okay. Which is like affluent, attractive, older men. Yeah. You know, Silver Fox. Kind of like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this book was written in 1988, mm-hmm. by the way. So John Pike was still probably a pretty virile young man at this point. Yeah. He just he, popped out. He and Dee could probably like pump out another baby or two. Yeah. Before this series of books is over. I hope they do. I suspect they will. Good. Good. Uh, Jack. Yes. I would love to do two things. Okay. Grab a beer, grab a pee. Okay. That's not, the second thing is not a way to say that. Nor is it. It doesn't change the fact that I would love to do it. Okay. So I think we should probably take a quick break. Okay. And then reconvene in five. Okay. After we're done grabbing our various things. Awesome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, fuck. Got a few things that I want to talk about in relation to this book. We really need to dive into the plot a little bit. Okay. 
we we both did a pretty good job of describing the plot already. But if you think we need, you th- if you think there's still more room there, I want to dive deeper. There's a lot of love in this plot, so there are a couple that I want to re- I want to talk about bad hearts. I also want to talk about Dawn's theory of love. Okay, I feel like both of those things also kind of have a have a dotted line towards these horny ass adults. Yeah, good. Okay, we're just trying to f- just trying to excuse me fuck. Oh, on this yeah, boat. they're just trying to fuck on this boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of horny adults trying to get their dicks wet. Okay. Now, well, now you went too far. Now we're going to have yeah. to mark this whole thing explicit. I'm the very first episode. I'm sorry, Super Babies. Sorry, Super Babies. That was gross. What well, I said. listen, it's gro- it was gross what you, what you said, and you should be ashamed of yourself. There's also a lot of kissing. It, um, yo, there is kissing. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet kisses. Claudia, Timothy Carmody um, kisses Claudia. Um, Dustin, I want to say, is his name. Parker Harris kisses, kisses Dawn on the cheek. Yeah. Watson and Elizabeth do some cabin kissing. We assume, but you just assume that. Well, it's implied. It's implied, yeah. Strongly implied. Yeah. And um, Mr. Gosh, what's his name? Christie's friend. Rudy Staples. Mr. Staples definitely wants to do some kissing with Nani. Well, that's a question. I think it's Nanny, but Christy is trying to set Rudy Staples, her old man, her widower friend, yeah. up with her grandma. Right. Um, also, John yeah. and Dee Pike, and I have no, I have no stance on whether or not they are attractive. Yeah, are characters in this book they're with the kids yeah. john pike won this contest mentioned exactly zero times right yeah you they, better nothing. believe those two were in their bunk the entire time just kissing. oh right because they've got these mother's helpers just getting their lips they're like wet. we don't we don't care about the cruise we're not gonna play no. like fucking paddleboard right you know like we're not gonna fucking play badminton on the deck we've right. got stacy marianne Mother's Little Helpers. We know they did a good job because of Boy Crazy Stacy. Um, What's that? I don't know. It just popped into my head. Take, I'll strike it from the record. Okay. But we know that they're good Mother's Little Helpers because they're part of this babysitter's club, which we do know about. Uh, and we're just going to get our lips wet out in the we're cabin. We're just going to get our lips wet. <laughs> kissing That's and smooching. a much smooching. nicer way to say it. Yeah. We'll do some kissing. When we're done with kissing, we'll do some smooching. Maybe we'll do some smooching and some kissing at the same time. Maybe we'll French Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about bad hearts. So Mark Kubaki has a bad heart. He literally has a bad heart. And I yeah. think that a thing that Anne has done with this novel that I thought was really interesting and a very clever way of structuring this these multiple strands of the text is that each of the major narratives is centered around the idea of a bad heart. Alexandra Carmody has a bad heart in the sense of bad faith, right? Yes. She's lying. Yes. She lies to Mary. She's Anne. a liar. She's a damn liar. Uh, Mark Kubaki has a bad heart, literally. Rudy Staples has a bad heart because his heart was broken. His wife died. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Parker Harris has a bad heart. He's selfish. He is He's got a bad heart because he's incapable of loving his his, own kid. His own uh, brother and sister. Half-brother, half-sister. Half-brother and half-sister. And... Uh, you know, so this is a plot point we haven't touched on, but Don, he's so handsome. I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if Parker. I have the, Parker is so handsome and good looking. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find the passage. Even like Claudia, who's kind of like a, a yeah. looks queen, says that he is handsome. His grin was as gorgeous. Okay, so here, here's the description. Then I pushed through a doorway, tripped pitched forward, and ran directly into the most absolutely gorgeous, handsome, perfect, wonderful boy I have ever laid eyes on. His grin was as gorgeous and handsome and perfect and wonderful as the rest of him. This is a very good-looking boy. Uh, His hair, which was the last thing I noticed, mostly because I felt as if my blue eyes were locked to his brown ones, was light brown and very straight until the ends where it curled into little tendrils. That's a little worrying. Tendrils, I feel, is not something that... Hmm. I traditionally think of it as being handsome. I traditionally think of it as being like a plant that's no, come alive. Just, just scan that scan yeah. that again real quickly. Does she say he's handsome or does she say that he's like striking? Uh, handsome, perfect, wonderful boy. Gorgeous okay. and handsome and perfect. Hmm. 
Because I thought for a moment, like, he might be some kind of Lovecraftian horror. Well, I think he might be. I think that's the case, right? He's, I mean, like, think about, think about if you had seen Cthulhu in all of his glory. Yeah. You would be oh, struck. there it goes. Oh, yeah. You would be struck, would you not? Yeah. You would I'd be, be so horned up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would find it, you would describe him with a lot of superlatives. Uh, right. and you, but you would also dwell upon his tendrils. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's what Mr. and Mrs. Pike were probably doing in the cabin. <laughs> D was probably dwelling on John's tendril. <laughs> so that's interesting. And then Timothy Carmody uh, has a bad heart as well. Uh, Timothy because- Carmody is... Claudia's um, secret admirer because he's incapable to of revealing his heart to Claudia and needs to do so with um, subterfuge. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. I thought that was a very, very interesting sort of structural technique that Anne uses to pull this novel together. That uh, Anne uses. Ugh. Anne, yeah. Gives me shivers to say that. The ocean princess herself. The space mountain. <laughs> Um, I want to talk. Uh, I want to since we brought up this conversation between Dawn and the Tendril Boy, yeah, uh, the Lovecraftian horror known as Timothy Carmody, Timothy, yeah, Timothy. Sorry, I want to walk through this conversation with you a bit and maybe see if we can make it work. Okay. Oh, sorry, I had a big yawn. Big yawn. Okay. Nine thirty here. Try to respond a little bit more enthusiastically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, gosh. Good. All right. So this is a conversation that they have. She bumps into him. She sees this handsome, wonderful boy. Oh, I'm sorry, I exclaimed as we sorted ourselves. I wasn't, look, I mean, I wasn't pay. That's okay, said the boy, grinning. Then we have the tendril stuff. And then Timothy says, some ship, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Then Timothy says, I can't believe all the great stuff that's on board. And then Dawn says, me neither. Yeah. And then Dawn says, I'm traveling with my friends. I want to try to have this conversation in a way that makes it work. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. See, I thought maybe the conflict, I thought maybe the awkwardness there was coming from the fact that Timothy is clearly like some kind of beast from the depths of the ocean. Oh, right. Yeah. No, that would do that. And, like, this novelty of a ship passing over is, like, one of the few times he's like, oh, this is something new. Yeah. This is something novel. Right. I'm enjoying this. And Dawn's awkwardness when she says shit like, I can't believe all the great stuff that's on board. It's, she's just, like, overawed by this great his, old one who has descended from the stars to swallow yeah. the world into his gaping maw. Right. Um, and yeah, he's, well, like, towering sense. over the boat, right? Yeah. Just like, and there's like rivulets of water just streaming off of him, like bigger than the boat itself. And it's just rocking in the, in the wake of this beast who has risen from the bottom of the ocean. Some ship, huh? Yeah. Said the boy. As he consumes it. I'll say. Now, do you, so was your plan here to do like a role play? Like, yeah, do you I want to inhabit these characters? I want to inhabit these characters and I want to see if we can have this conversation. Okay. So you're probably going to need to... And who am I? Um, you can be the now, are boy. We, are we doing new characters, or are we doing Timothy and We'll be Timothy and Dawn. Dawn. Okay. Dawn. Timothy. But let's try to make this pop, because this seems like a very bad first like intro conversation. Okay, I'm going to try to clear my head now. I'm yeah. Timothy. Uh, yes. Okay, I'm going to try to clear my head and take this from... I'm going to try to get everything you just said out of my head and take this from zero. Okay. All right. I'll send you. I'll send you. Coming at this fresh. Oh, you've got a script. Yeah. Oh, you want to come at it fresh? Okay, we can do a fresh. Not necessarily. If you got a script, I'll see the script. I'll take a look at your script. Okay. I don't know if I'll use it. Okay. All right. I'll take a look. I'm gonna send it to you. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not above turning down other people's notes. You know. Okay. I'm open to open to new ideas. Open to criticism. Are you ready? This is just the. This is just what they said. Yeah. I thought we were doing. Oh, we'll punch it up. Okay, we'll do it that. We'll do that. We'll punch it up. Now, what did you want to do? You just wanted to read this verbatim? I wanted to try to make it try to make it work. Maybe that okay. doesn't work. We can let's do your thing. We're you, I am Timothy. Yeah. Lovecraftian horror. Yeah. 250 stories tall, towering okay. over this boat. Yeah. You were Dawn Schaefer, girl. Girl. California casual. Average height. Yep. 
just sitting on the boat. Okay. Okay? And we've we've had a meet cute. Yeah. And we're face to face. But at some point, one of us has to say, some ship, huh? Okay. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you towering above me like an unholy vacuum in the middle of the earth. That's okay! Some shit! (laughs) All I can hear inside my head is a thousand screaming voices of souls that have been destroyed and swallowed by a great power. I can't believe all the great (laughs) stuff that's on board! Some ship, huh? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> oh, me neither. I'm traveling with my friends. <laughs> now, what? How were you hoping this went? That was what great. were you hoping for? I think we nailed it. I think we solved. We solved their... Co- like, I just felt that that conversation was so stilted and such a bad way to start a relationship. It yeah. really stuck out at me. No, I think you we just, nailed it there. You thought it would be better if it was like a giant, like, multi-story horror. <laughs> I mean, just lean into it. Yeah, and... Screaming you- directly into the mind of Dawn. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that's what happened, but... Anne had to write around it. She's young right now. She probably doesn't have a lot of power at Scholastic yet. In our last iteration of this show Uh that we had, it was called the Babysitter's Club Club. Uh Very boring name. Not super. super special about any of that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really, channeling Timothy really did a number on my my voice. Mm -hmm. Marianne Spear, one of the babysitters, one of the five, Mm-hmm. had trouble identifying and remembering and keeping in her head various fruits and vegetables, key among them. Right. Sun-dried tomatoes. Sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah. We called it then... Food blindness. Vegetable... Food blindness. Mm-hmm. Can I read a passage to you? Please. And 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 just let's let's talk about what potential affliction we're dealing with here. Okay. Okay. So Dawn is going on her date with Timothy. Mm-hmm. Her first date... Uh, she she didn't pack many clothes, but Claudia, of course, being a, a fashionista. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess we don't know this about Claudia, but Claudia is a bit of an eccentric dresser. Bit of a clothes horse. This is the outfit Claudia helped me choose. A white tank top under lavender overalls, mm-hmm. lavender push-down socks, lavender high-top sneakers, and a beaded Indian belt, which we looped droopily twice over my middle. In my hair, we put a lavender and white clip that looked like a bird. Uh-huh. I thought it was just any kind of bird, but Claudia swore up and down that they were birds of paradise. Who right. knows? I think she was making it up. Huh. Now, I know what a bird of paradise is. Yeah. Do do you? They're like multicolored. Multicolored what? Birds. Wrong. So you you suffer from the same affliction that... Bird blindness. You suffer from bird blindness, yeah. like Claudia. They're not birds. It's a flower. It's a it's a kind of plant. Yeah, it's a it's flower. A flower. It yeah. is a multicolored type of plant, right? But it is a plant. Okay, so that was a so joke. This is this is something you struggle with too. Then that was a burn on me. Yes, because that's Although, that's a now, lot. So, yeah. hmm. bird of paradise might actually be both. It's a bird and it's a and it's a flower. I think it might be both a bird and a flower. So okay. this might be this actually might not be Claudia's fault. So Anne is trying to make a point about like a quantum state where you can be both one thing and another thing in the even, same occupying the same space. Even Google seems pretty confused about this because I searched "bird of paradise" and the first thing it results is an info card about it from Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and the thumbnail on that info card is a plant. Mm-hmm. It's a very beautiful looking plant, a very exotic, colorful, beautiful looking plant. And then you click on it, and it takes you to the Wikipedia article, which is about a bird. Okay. All right. So Anne's making a point here. She's making so this a is point. actually a societal issue. Right. This is systemic. 
it may be one of these things that's just unresolved. Like they both exist in the same they exist in the same space. It's like a namespace collision. Right. For some people they're birds, for some people they're flowers, and nobody's ever bothered to untangle it. And Anne is like taking the opportunity to point that out. It's like a meeting of two possible worlds. It's like a Venn diagram of universes meeting at the edges. No, I was going to go ahead and I was going to like throw Claudia under the bus here and assume yeah. that she just like was some kind of like bird idiot. Oh, yeah. Claudia bird idiot has a ring to it. Oh, well, okay. Now, do yeah. we want... <laughs> Is that a segment? <laughs> I, I think... I mean, I've only read one of these so far, but I'm sure it's going to come up all the time. Okay. Well, let's keep it in our back pocket. Yeah. Claudia Kishi, bird idiot. <laughs> this is the first time we've done it. Yeah. And even though we're kind of letting her off the hook here, because yeah. even Google, the most, smart, the most smartest man in the world, Google, yeah. <laughs> yeah. even they can't tell if Bird of Paradise is a flower or a bird. Yeah. But we are going to kind of keep an eye on Claudia Kishi, bird idiot. We're going to keep an eye on it. Tanner, I feel like we need to talk about old bad John. Old bad John. Yeah. My friend John? Do you have a friend called John? Yeah, we both do. Yes, John. So no, I'm not talking about him. I wouldn't call him old bad John. He's a good friend of mine. He's a, he's. I wouldn't say you guys are good friends. Okay. John and I are closer. He still lives here in Brooklyn. You kind of abandoned him when you moved to Austin. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I did. Kind so. of abandoned him when I moved to Austin. He is older than me. Okay. I'm just saying he's old and bad and yeah. John. That's not who I'm talking about, obviously. Well, Clarify. He, so here's all we know about Old Bad John. He is ancient. Okay. We know that he is evil. Okay. And we know that his name is John. Old okay. Bad John. Why would Anne introduce an ancient evil named John into these books? It seems I so. I know. Shall I read the we passage? Don't, we don't have any, we certainly don't have any personal mythology that would back no, that up in any way. We don't, but I'll read the passage. Okay. He wears one big gold earring, said Jordan. The pirate, I mean, not the parrot. And he's rude and mean, I finished up. He steals a treasure, buries it, and won't tell anyone where it's hidden. Except he tells his best friend, whose name is Old Bad John, said Nicky. But he doesn't really tell him, I went on. He gives them a hint in a treasure map. That's all. And he only does that when he's about to die. He figures that if Old Bad John is smart enough to figure out what the map means, then he deserves the treasure. But if he isn't smart enough... And the treasure should stay hidden. Okay. So Anne is introduced via these innocent children, this terrifying character, this figure known only as Old Ben John. Our friend John. An ancient evil who's right. friends with the pirate. And us. And who's seeking some kind of a treasure. Right. If I had any memory of our previous podcast, the Babysitter's Club Club podcast, which really just sounds so boring now. That it's a mouthful. It's Babysitter's Club, and then you have to say club again. You say club twice? It's not, is Stupid. it super at all? Is it super Babysitter's Club? I don't think there's anything super or special about it. That's What a mistake. What a mistake. I think we should just delete all those old episodes. Yeah, we'll take They're them. embarrassing now. Yeah, we'll get rid of them. Because these are the books, even the, these books are more special than the, those books. Oh, they're super special. Yeah, compared with those books, which are nothing. Those are bad books. Bad. They're um, short, easy to read. Yep. Concise. Concise. You can do it in a day. Yeah, if you really needed to. Um, but if I had any memory of that series, I would remember that there was a mysterious character named John. Our friend John? No, not your friend, our friend John. John Pike? No, the superb rat. John Ramsay. Oh, okay. Forget it. I can't I can't talk to you about this. I no, just you can't. That's what I'm saying. You're trying to bring in this forbidden mythology. We don't okay. know the superb rat. All right. We're well, in fine. fucking nineteen eighty eight. I'm looking Jack, forward. We're in okay. super special number one. Let me look forward in that case. I think that we need to keep an eye out for who old bad John might be in future. All right. It sounds like you're introducing a segment. Novels. What's going on with Old Bad John? That I like that because it sounds like a it's like a folksy rhyme. Yeah, we can do we could like sing it. Like can we have like kids singing it? What's going on with Old Bad John? Let's check in this week. What's going on with Old Bad John? Do it as a baby. What's going on with Old Bad John? We will let's check in this week. I'll try it again good. as a baby. What should I do it as a baby too? Yeah, let's both do it as a baby. Okay. What's going on with old Bad John? Let's check in this week. 
<laughs> That's, That's good. That's going to come together. Yeah, I think it's scary. Yeah. I think it's a scary segment. Oh, should we go off key a little bit? What's going on with Obedron? Let's check in this week. Super Babies, you may not have known this when you signed up for the Babysitter's Club Super Club. Super but Special Club. It gets a little scary sometimes. It gets yes. a little spooky. Yes. And this is the first sign that it's a little spooky. Speaking of scary characters and Lovecraftian horrors, yeah, I want to read a passage to you, please. Mallory's like done. She's doing this whole spy. So this is Mallory Pike. Uh, charge. Mm-hmm. She's some someone that the girls sit. Yeah, she's on a, a regular basis. She's a baby. She's a baby. Not she's even a, baby. a super baby. She's just a baby. She's just a baby. Yep. And she's on this cruise with her family, and the girls are sitting her. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of older. She's a little more independent. She's a lot. She seems to go very off her responsible. And she's she's doing this thing this week where she's playing spy, right? And she's doing Harriet the spy, uh-huh. and she's going around and she's spying on people. Uh-huh. I barely had time to scribble a few notes about Mark in my spying book before someone else came through the corridor, and when I saw him, I nearly passed out. Okay, that's indicator number one. So she saw somebody and nearly passed out. Uh-huh. The guy was about 20 years old with thick red hair. You know, that color that is so red, you're sure he's been called Carrot Top. He had flashing blue eyes. And when he grinned as he squeezed by, I could see that he was missing one of his bottom teeth. Why did I almost faint? Because the guy was Spider Uh, from the insects. Yeah. So this is a spider, right? Yeah. This is a big... Do tarantulas have kind of like orangey, orange? I think some of them can fur on them. Yeah, we got them out here. You guys have those? Yeah, that's a nightmare. Yeah, it's very bad. You seen one? No, but one of them crawled into my friend's driveway to die. That's where they belong. <laughs> In death. Dead. <laughs> they, I think they got like orangey fur. Okay, so there's a spider. I think this is a big. Sp- I think this is a man-sized spider. What which the fuck is, is going on with, with this flashing eyes? Ship. There's a spider with flashing eyes. There's a, a man-sized spider. Ancient old one from like and beyond the human imagination, like fucking squirming around and skittering around with its tendrils. And there's just like this like dark evil called Old Bad John. There's Old lurking. Bad John. Come on, Anne. What? I, this is supposed to be. Oh, I th- uh, uh, and Karen. Oh, Karen Brewer has a ghost, hi- has a ghost haunting her. The fucking hitchhiker. All right, I should read this passage, and then we'll get back to this fucking spider. My ghost wouldn't leave me alone. He came along with me on every ride. Nobody could see him except me. I could feel my skin creeping all afternoon. I wanted a name tag for my hitchhiking ghost who was still with me. But I didn't know what his name was, so I didn't say anything. That ghost made my skin creep, so I thought I should be nice to him. He hasn't done anything mean to me yet, though. He was just hanging around. I've been hanging around this town on the corners. It's a very good song. I'm resisting the impulse to sing along with you. It's okay for you to sing. I have no problem with it. We do singing on this one. It's the first time you've done it. It seems fun. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've been bumming around this old town for way too long. What fun to both sing. It's great. We love it on this show. It's awesome. Yeah, even though neither of us are great at it, it's probably fun for listeners. Sorry. Neither of us are great at it. One of us is okay at it. Okay. And one is bad. Okay, great. So we got a ghost, we got old bad John, we got great old one, and Large spider. we got this fucking spider. What do you think? What is, he's called spy. He's a spider. Well, she even clarifies that it's the spider. It's a spider. You know spiders from the insects. And you want to know what's fucking terrifying? It's Claudia this whole time. She has a secret admirer named Timothy Carmody. Timothy, Timothy. yes. But she keeps hoping, like, 
against hope that it might be this spider. Like when Timothy finally reveals that he is a secret admirer, they are starting to hit it off. Like she's clearly disappointed and he's like, yeah. he, he's like, oh, are you disappointed? And she like acts like she wasn't. But then she says to us as an aside, I was hoping that it was this spider. I was really hoping I could get my lips wet with this spider. <laughs> <laughs> this big spider walking around the ship that I've heard so much about. Do they even have lips? I don't know. <laughs> Also, Mallory, I know you wanted to clarify to us that this is spider from the insects. Yeah. But yeah, spiders no, are actually arachnids. Yeah, they're not insects. Well, they're not insects. Yeah. yeah. They're like a different thing, I think. Right. I don't yeah. I don't know the difference. I'm not a taxonomist. She got like the phylum wrong. Right. Yeah. And you don't, also don't need to clarify phylum. Yeah, right. I hope no scientists are listening to this. If we do, I don't think we have any um, spider scientists. No. As listeners. Yeah. What do you even call a spider scientist? Apiologist? Arachnologist. I think apiologist is good. I think that's for apes. That's apes. Yeah. But maybe an apiologist would know something about. Yeah. If we have any apiologists in our listening audience or any yeah. kind of like animal scientists at all. Yeah. Speak up. Let us know, A, if big spiders are a thing, like yeah. human-sized spiders. Right. Who are apparently like... Sentient, and when I mean when I say sentient, I mean like human intelligence. Actually, not. don't don't let us know of that. That's a thing, because I don't. don't. Actually, yeah, don't. Because they'll don't probably let, be in Texas. So keep. If that. they're anywhere, they're in Texas. All right, spider scientists. This is just for you. Everybody else in super babies on the baby island can hang tight. Yeah. Just for the spider scientists, spy size as they call them. Spy size. This is just for the spy size. If. Sentient super spiders that are the human that are the size of people that have a human level intelligence exist. Keep that from us. Yes, but do tell us if they have lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kissable lips. Yeah, or just any kind. Right, but especially kissable. Yeah, because you want to get your lips wet. Yeah. Good. I'm gonna get my lips wet. It's really nice. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that to my wife later. I'm hoping <laughs> to get my. I'm gonna get my lips wet tonight. <laughs> Hey, honey. So hey, I'm going to get my lips wet tonight. I'm going to get my lips wet tonight. What do you think? <laughs> I hate it. Um, speaking of love, do you want to talk about Dawn's theory of love? Sure. I didn't capture it, but it sounds like you did. Love is a tricky thing, so it's hard to tell, but there was no doubt that I felt different that morning. I felt a way that I had never felt. It was a pleasant feeling, and since love is supposed to be different and pleasant, and I had spent the afternoon before with the boy of my dreams, I assumed that I was in love. Is that... Are you in love, Tanner? With whom? I'm asking you. Um, yes. Would you describe it as different and pleasant? Um, That's Dawn's theory, that love is different and pleasant. Different from what? Hmm. 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 That's a good question. Let's, let's, let's dive into that. Because I feel like if something is going to be different, yeah, it needs to be apart from something else. From, from hate? From just being bugs. No, love and hate are are both things that people feel passionately about. I think right. the opposite of love is indifference. So different would it be? It would be different from from like let's say the relationship you have with maybe your it's boss. different from like pogs. Pogs. Okay, so love is different from pogs, or let's just say any like token based game from game the nineties. From the nineties. So, so Pogs, Magic the Gathering. Yeah. That Marvel Do you remember the Marvel card game that was like Magic? Yeah. I think it was called Marvel Power Up or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like something. Pokemon. Pokemon trading card game trading for sure. Card game. So it's different from that. And Yu-Gi-Oh! 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 Certainly. Right? Yeah. My god. Uh what's the one with the little tops called? Beyblade. Beyblade, okay. So it's different so, from those. Any kind of card trading or token trading game from the 90s. It's different from all of those. And... So is that what she means? It's pleasant. So th- I claim to mm-hmm. love my wife. Yeah. And have a lot of love for my wife. Yeah. And the relationship that my wife and I have is definitely different from Pogs, Magic the Gathering, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. And it's pleasant. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations. So the, I'm in love. Looks like you're going to get your lips wet tonight. Nice. <laughs> now, do you... Now, I'm noticing you're kind of, you've kind of clammed up a little bit. I, Are you worried that you... What you and Sarah have is not radically different from... It's maybe, definitely pleasant. But it's not so different from Magic the Gathering. It's definitely pleasant, and I know that because I tell Sarah that all the time. 
Right. This is pleasant. I find you pleasant. Yeah, I will often say to her when I, I, I find your, I want to make her feel good. This I is find your pleasant. Stimulating. <laughs> this is pleasant. I find I find being in your but is it that different like a good from, game of yeah. Magic the Gathering? Exactly. Is it that different from MTG? Not really. Like we're not really. You know. Right. So I don't know. And even if it even if it were different, even if it were drastically different yeah. than Magic the Gathering, yeah, is it different than Pokemon trading card game? No. I don't know. I don't know. They're such vastly different. The mechanics of those two games are just vastly different. Pretty similar. Yeah. What about like uh, Warhammer? Okay. Yeah. Now, is my relationship with Jamie all that different from Warhammer? That's an interesting question. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's something you guys are gonna have to work out together because. You're married now, and if you find out that you're not in love, there's I no taking. It, it there's work. no way to take it back. Um, I don't know. We're running out of time here. Yeah, pretty quickly. I don't know how to introduce the next segment, or even if it is a segment. Okay. Um, you had a really fun segment earlier called "Approaching the Bench," where you went up and and kind of approached the judge and talked about something that makes you cry. <laughs> I captured something in this book that was like. One character said something to another character that I thought was a very, like, biting and powerful jab. Okay. So one character, like, said something that was, like, very affecting to another character and would probably, like, make them feel bad and was kind of also very funny. Biting jab. Biting jab. Bite. What a bite. Who bites? Sharks. Okay, shark. Shark bite. Snapping turtles bite. Okay. So maybe it's like uh I like I like turtles. No. Shit. No. No. Well, let me just say it okay. and maybe we can come like I just want to I want to capture this. I want to make sure we have this down. Okay. Yeah. This passage I caught. Mhm. And we'll maybe cycle back next week. Yeah. And figure out what we want to call our snapping turtle of the moment. episode. Yeah, our snapping yeah. turtle moment. Yeah. Great. So this Let's is from one of the Byron chapters. Yeah. Byron was at Disney World, and he found a um, bracelet that Dawn had lost, an Mm -hmm. heirloom, a family heirloom. Yeah. He thought it was pirate treasure, but it wasn't. It just belonged to Dawn, so he returned it to her. Yeah. That night, my brothers and David Michael and I presented the bracelet to Dawn. Mm -hmm. She was so happy, she cried. For a moment, I thought she was going to kiss me. And then it says in parentheticals here, disgust. Oh, yeah. I'm glad she didn't. Disgust. And the gust is... Yeah, and the gust is in italicized. Yeah. Disgust. Disgust. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was awesome for Byron to say that, and I thought it was very a very hurtful thing to do to Dawn, who was just happy to have her bracelet back. But it's... Disgust. It's disgust. But it's like, it's disgusting. Like, it's it's a participle. No, it's... Yeah, it's a participle. Disgust. He's using it partic- participially. Sure. That's what's cool. So this uh, is what? This Bibnation. is a section where we talk see, about grammar? If you can see the panic that just went over Jack's face as he said participially, and he, like I watched him as he went to go Google to see if that was a word, <laughs> but then stopped himself. It was I, sheer panic. It's not a It's not a word. I just wasn't sure. I was. It was sheer panic. Are you crying <laughs> now? Are you crying now? They approached the bench. <laughs> sustained oh okay sustained um so i had a snapping turtle moment yeah we're working on the name on that right <laughs> i hope so i think we'll figure out something i hope so good so uh, this woman alexandra carmody who if i had read this book the first time if i had read this book two times i think the first time i wouldn't have liked her and the second time i would have found that i really kind of related to her huh interesting yeah but it's not the case. I've only read it one time. We didn't record an episode on this before. Right. Why would we? Why, why would we? Why would we just release that? Right. Um, so this is the first time I'm reading it. And how I felt this time, which would have been different from a, another time if I'd read it before, is that Alexandra Comedy is kind of awesome. She like Her parents are, are like these famous folk singers. Yeah. And she's like sick of it. She's like over it. She actually is friends with this spider. With this giant spider. She's like, oh, I'm friends with the spider. That was the one thing that wasn't a lie. But yeah. like, so she like is like famous and she's like fucking bored. 
And so to make the cruise more interesting, she tells everyone that she's like an orphan and right. just spins all these lies. And then Marianne is like, oh, my mom died too. And she's like, oh, I relate to you. So Marianne's like understandably fucking furious once it comes out that like she's not an orphan and in fact her parents are on that very ship. Yeah. Um, and Marianne like fucking loses it. And, like, does this, like, long rant where she's like, you lied to me, you let me down, like, I open up to you. And then she turns to Alexandra and she's like, why do you lie so much? To get attention, Alexandra replied, matter of fact, (laughs) (laughs) It's good, I like it. It's cool. She's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I do it. I won't won't lie about this, I do it for attention. For the purpose of getting attention, it seems to have worked. Yeah, I get a real Sorry your mom died. Yeah. Mine didn't. Yeah, my mom's alive. Yeah. I feel bad for you, but like my mom is definitely alive. No, she's good. I like her. We'll figure out a name for this segment. Yeah. It looks like this Anna Martin, this ocean princess, this Space Mountain has got uh got some real talent. Oh, I love her. I love her writing so yeah, far. It's great. I can't wait to see where this series goes. All these great characters. Uh, and it's great to be cherubic young, heady yeah. podcasters again with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the beginning of our friendship. Yep. It's the beginning of our time together as podcast hosts. And I think as we get to know these girls, we're going to learn more about these them. These five girls. These five girls, which is a great number. Christy, Claudia, Marianne, Stacy, Dong. Yep. Did you say Dong? Dong. Um, what about if we end the this episode now? Oh, I would love that. Okay. <laughs> great. You want to take us out? Uh, super babies. Super babies. Super special babies. Thank you for joining us for Babysitter's Super Special Club number one. I think it's Babysitter's Club Super Club. Babies on board. Mm-hmm. Maybe is what the book's called. Yep. We don't have an outro yet for this show. We should tell them what we're reading next week. Next week we're reading another book. It's called Babysitter's Club Super Special number two, Babysitter's Summer Vacation. We definitely haven't read that before and recorded an entire episode on it, so I'm looking forward to experiencing it for the first time. I have not read or recorded that one. We don't have an outro for this yet, but we I guess... We got a merch store, bit.ly slash bscc merch. We got some new yep. shit up on there, and it's fucking good as hell. It's good. It's very good. There's hey, a Stony Brook Holidays are right around the jersey. corner. Yeah. DFTBA. It's also DFTBA's... 10-year anniversary, so Happy congrats to DFTBA on 10 solid years of hosting our merch. Do us a favor, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We could use it. We could use a few ratings. We're, we're, it's a new show. It's a we're new, new show. At this. We need help. We're open to positive criticism. Yeah. We're Four kind and of five stars only. Middling in the rankings. We haven't moved much lately. It would be nice to move a Feel little bit. Feel free to leave us some positive notes. Yep. Some good feedback. performance. I won't read them. Jack will. Yep. And that's it. I've been Jack Shepard. And I'm Tanner Greenring. I don't know what to do now. uh, I guess we'll come up with something, right? I don't know, man. Claudia's wearing a brown eye. You should talk to you. Think of what never been. (laughs) Good night. Just texted my wife, I do want a sausage. Oh. That's the kind of crazy shit that goes <laughs> down over here in this, in this household. Uh, my wife had dinner independently tonight. Oh. oh. You guys on the rocks? Uh, No, not at all. That sounds pretty dicey. She was like, I'd like to have dinner independently tonight. She had dinner with a friend tonight. You're having a trial dinner separation? She had dinner with a male friend tonight. Why did you Char- emphasize his gender? She charged it to my credit card. <laughs> she sent me a picture beforehand. It was like, charging dinner to your credit card. Oh, so that's that's like a thing, right? And you were yeah. like, oh, now charge drinks. Yeah. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>